Welcome to Startup Hacks, a We Global podcast. We explore the stories and secret strategies that women entrepreneurs use to save time and money when bootstrapping and building their businesses. I'm your host, Fernanda Carapina, and today I'm excited to welcome my good friend, Christy Kaler. Christy has been an innovator in the world of celebrity and influencer marketing for over 20 years. After years in TV, a dot-com startup with Jennifer Aniston, and running celebrity brands with Mandy Moore, Lindsay Lohan, and others, she opened Loft Entertainment, where she matches top talent and her brand clients, such as NBC, Peacock Network, Mattel, IHOP, Applebee's, Coca-Cola, and the list goes on for content and innovative marketing. Welcome, Christy. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Thank you so much for making the time to join us today. I I wanted to start by asking you if you wouldn't mind sharing with the audience a little bit about your personal background in history, where you grew up, and how you found yourself um, in the entertainment business at whatever age you decided to dive in. Oh, sure, yes. So I grew up in Colorado um, and actually moved to Los Angeles when I was just 20 years old. <laughs> So wow. I just knew that I wanted, yeah, I knew I wanted to be in the entertainment industry. So I jumped in my car and moved out and basically started to pound the pavement and make a career for myself starting in the entertainment industry, um, basically producing my first show on my credit cards <laughs> that I ended up selling to selling entertainment, which was, you know, I felt really lucky about. And then... Um, and then moving into sort of being in the TV movie space, which was kind of a fun space at the time. Um, yeah, and, and that sort of jump-started my career into entertainment. And were you always involved in celebrity marketing from the start, or did you start in a different area? Yeah, so in, it's interesting, because the show that I started on my credit cards was actually... Um, called hiatus and it was celebrities hanging out with their best friends doing what they love to do and so we had (laughs) I knew that I needed a show that had celebrities because I knew that that would make me um, people notice me as a producer and and also that I was would get um, some attention to be able to sell the show so actually everything I've done in my entire career over 20 years has had a celebrity angle to it And have you found, I mean, people often say it's so difficult to break into that space and first time out, it certainly is. How, how did you get celebrities to pay attention to your series that you were developing? So one of the things, one of, one thing that I always tell all entrepreneurs and, and I use this strategy, if you will, when I was starting out is kind of fake it till you make it right. So I basically really just approached um, celebrities kind of by, you know, I ran into like a, 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 my mother's high school friend who happened to know Johnny Depp, who happened to know Christina Applegate. And I pit, I said, oh, I'm producing a show. Why don't you be in it? And I wasn't producing a show. I just was like, this is a great <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> so I kind of just was like suddenly, you know, pitching a show because I had an opportunity. And I took that opportunity and then I was like, I'll figure it out make it happen and that's what I did so I always think you know what think big like think big go you know go 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 big 
and then you'll achieve that versus like, you know, going and I sort of went about it in a way that's non-traditional um, and, you know, basically it worked out in my favor. <laughs> and did you uh, were you able to set it up as a, as a pilot series is, is that you said you sold it to Sony? Yeah, or just Stallion Entertainment. So it oh, was interesting. Stalin. This is actually a whole other story. But my, I ended up meeting Aaron Sterling, who had 90210 on the air and Melrose Place on the air at Caesars Palace at midnight when I went to a convention there. And I pitched him the show at midnight, and he bought it from me. Wow. So he was sort of, yeah, so he was actually, it was just literally like a lot of luck and a lot of chutzpah. <laughs> and wow. I literally, yeah, and I pitched him and he liked it and he liked the fact that I was, you know, I was 20, even though, um, you know, I was not supposed to be in the casino because you needed a fake ID. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> That's fabulous. And then, um, so then we'll fast forward, uh, you know, a chunk of years and you're, I, I, I'm presuming that you were uh, professionally uh, working in the entertainment division. I think you were working for studios at the time, if I recall your story. At right. what point did you start thinking about you know, maybe it's time for me to venture out and start my own gig. So basically, I've been a serial entrepreneur my entire life. Mm. So I, I literally went, went from, um, you know, selling my show and then selling, Aaron selling, you know, was so gracious and introduced me to a lot of people in the industry. And I started selling lots of projects and really getting into the television space. And then when the internet happened, I wrote a business plan for an online network called Foxy, which was an online network for teenage girls. And that was when the, and I signed up Jennifer Aniston as my spokesperson and a lot of amazing women in Hollywood and raised money and started this.com. And then from that.com, I went on to like running brands for celebrities and starting brands with celebrities and, you know, just continuing to grow into you know, um, a, a 10 years time of running and building brands for talent. Um, and then I opened up my agency, The Loft Entertainment, about 10 years ago and really became, you know, the matchmaker, if you will, of brands and celebrities um, and influencers and brands. So that's such an interesting story. And you've had so much um so much fun along the way, it sounds like as well, if I recall, which is always so great to have um, a passion that just really makes you jump out of bed in the morning. I'm sure it's a lot of hard work. So at Loft, um, when you launched, was it a fairly kind of innovative company approaching marketing from a different perspective or, or were you kind of in the flow of trends? So I launched the Loft Entertainment right after... Um, Lindsay Lohan and I had closed our business, um, 6126, and I launched it with um, utilizing the paparazzi <laughs> because Lindsay, everywhere we went, we were chased by 60 paparazzi at the time, and we really learned how to you know, work and, 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 and use the paparazzi to our benefit from a marketing perspective. So I opened up my agency basically doing stage paparazzi setups for brands. So I signed on brands like Coca-Cola and Mattel, and I would stage, 
you know, photo shoots that um, were celebrities buying products at Target or wearing a Coca-Cola shirt on a bicycle or, and those, those photos would then run in the online pop culture outlets as well as um, the weeklies like People Magazine, Us Weekly. Um, and that actually is a business that continues on 10 years later to this day. We all read those Us Weeklies and, you know, the grocery store line. And, uh, and we love seeing celebrities with, um, you know, the products that they love and use. And I just sort of hire them to do that. <laughs> so does that mean every time you see kind of an actor in Malibu with a Starbucks cup looking surprised in the parking lot, he right. might not be surprised? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. I know my friends are like, you've ruined us weekly for me. I know the stars <laughs> are no longer just like us, you know. <laughs> Um, we pay them to do that. <laughs> so, um, yes, so that's a very big business. And, and you know, it's really interesting because uh, it actually, like, you know, works well. And, you know, people get exposed to really cool brands that they might not see. Right. And how has it, how has your business changed now with influencer marketing and, and how popular influencers are with brands? So, yes, so when the Internet or when, you know, social media really took it, you know, came here by storm, if you will, we um, really added an entire division for influencer marketing um, across multiple platforms. So whether it's YouTube, Instagram, you know, obviously TikTok is huge right now, especially with this um, pandemic um, and all of these amazing platforms that are out there that you can create content on for brands, we utilize influencers you know, all the time to distribute the branded content. Um, and I actually encourage like the young entrepreneurs that I mentor to, you know, keep that content creation up, um, you know, and also, you know, utilize the influencers and celebrities they have access to. It might be the local news reporter in their town or the local athlete or something, but um, micro-influencers are just as important. So um, I think it's a, uh, it's a very, those, those platforms have really changed marketing a lot. And do you see any trends moving forward in the next, you know, if you had to look into your crystal ball, you know, a couple years down the road? What do you see? Yes. So I'm a firm believer that content is king, right? So mm-hmm. if you, so wherever the platform is, whether it's television, whether it's radio, whether it's social media, YouTube, TikTok, Triller, you know, whichever platform, right? That content, you, you can place that content on those platforms, right? So right. I'm a I'm a very big believer that you need to have a multiple platform strategy. You don't Mm. want to put all your eggs in TikTok. You don't want to put all your eggs in Instagram. You don't want to put all, you know, you, because also this is the other thing. Everything changes every day. The algorithms change every day. So what's really, really important is to, is to test what works for your brand. So if you're like a startup perfume company, if you will, and have better luck on Facebook than you do on Instagram or better luck on TikTok, than you do on Instagram story, you know, or what have you. So I always say try multiple platforms. Have those tactics that the big brands and the big companies use and just scale them down to fit you. 
you know, I feel so fortunate that I work with like some of the biggest brands in the world, but the strategies and the tactics can be used for smaller brands, for startups with, you know, you just got to think big. (laughs) Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, um, it's nice to hear that it is doable, right? I think that a lot of entrepreneurs who start a business that's kind of e-commerce driven, um, yeah. it's a little, it's a little overwhelming because as, as you stated so clearly, and, um, I started a company that's in the behavioral data analytics business. So I understand a lot about the algorithmic working of the social platforms that, you know, it's their secret sauce. So you never really know from week to week how it gets tweaked. Um, and especially if they're highly secretive. So you do yeah. have to kind of test it out to see how things yeah. um, have changed, how the engagement has changed, um, all of that. So so for new people coming into the platform, you almost wish that there was like a consulting service that would say, okay, this week we're sending out a bulletin. Right. We have, right? We have to turn right. Yes. We have to turn left. I yes, think that's yes. a good and business think, for you. Yeah, I know, right? I think, you know, and I think what's interesting is like, you know, I always, you know, some entrepreneurs come to me and they're like, oh, I just have a small little business and, you know, I just, I don't know if it'll ever take or, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute. Don't speak like that. You'll, people want to be in business and people want to help businesses that are the hottest next new thing. So let's change your mindset in the sense of like, you are the hottest next new thing, because if you believe it and you speak it, it will happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And so don't, no one wants to help a small little fledgling company. We want to help the hottest new big thing, right? And that's just like in people don't want to have that, you know, fear of missing out, right? Right. So, and then and that falls in in social media as well. So when and you know any marketing platform, content marketing, social media, whether it's you know you know ex, you know experiential marketing or you know if we, now obviously we don't have events because of COVID, but like if it's virtual events or you know. All of that mindset, you need to have your content reflect that so that you and and that will help, too, with, you know, growing your business. And, you know, you again, like testing out the different platforms that work for you across all different marketing platforms. I mean, the exciting thing is there's so many places to market. Right. You know, and and so, you know, we, we want to take advantage of that um, wow. and, you know, understand where that customer is and and keep innovating in marketing. Absolutely. As a brand, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So let me shift gears a little bit and ask you now a little bit if you if you can remember when you were struggling back in the day um, and what were some of the, you know, hacks that you would use when you were bootstrapping your companies and perhaps you still use them today? Because I always think that startup hacks are really just about being economical and being smart and using your resources intelligently. Um, but if you, but if you could share, you know, some of whether it would be software or services or or if it was time management, or if it was like self-care, what would you do to kind of um, save time and money and and still yet maintain a competitive edge while you were launching your businesses or maybe even scaling them? Right, right. So one thing that I think is so important is 
really taking a look at your competition and the people that are reaching the same demographic you are you are trying to and having great results at that uh, with those you know with that demographic so i think that it's it's crazy as it sounds like taking a beat to just really do some research and thinking and I don't mean research for a long time because I move very quick at everything that I do, but <laughs> just taking a beat and like looking like, okay, I'm launching this new water company. I only have $10,000 and I, how am I going to compete against Coca-Cola who has, you know, a billion dollars, but the tactics themselves, look at what they're doing. Okay. Maybe they hired, you know, an influencer with 50 million followers, but you could hire an influencer with, you know, 2,000 active followers and Mm -hmm. begin the growth, right? So Mm -hmm. near the tactics of people that are successful around you and that you like. So that's number one, really super important. Yeah. I also, um, you know, I I just think that, and then as far as like, you know, software or strategy, just make sure that you are in the know of the latest and greatest of what is available, right? So there's so many great, you know, you know, virtual streaming platforms. There's so many great, you know, you know, content marketing plat- platforms for, you know, doing blogs and sending out email blasts that are efficient. And I think looking again, like, you know, if you look at some of your competition and then say, what, what are they using for their email blasts? What, what are they using? And, and maybe get some tips that way that save time and, and, you know, and if they're at the same price as you, if, you know, or the same, uh, you know, level as you, if you will, then you, you might get some ideas. So I would just research around and look at what other people are doing. And then obviously take what works for you and leave what doesn't. Right, right. Well, that, that makes a lot of sense. I actually have a very close um, friend who does a lot of videos on YouTube and she did exactly that a few months ago. And I thought it was really smart. There was a woman on YouTube who was her direct competition and she really started to study the content and the style of her videos, when she would post, how long they were. And she started to mirror her and within a matter of weeks, her engagement went way up. So I think it, I think it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. You're using someone else's research, you know, of what's working and it saves you time. Um, and then, you know, the other thing that I, I, I always, I, the entrepreneurs that I work with are me or say, I feel like a lot of times there, there's always this, you know, fear. Uh, a lot of times they're fearful of like really just jumping in and making it happen. And I always say, just push yourself, you know, like from a, a strategy point, it's like, don't be fearful. Think big. Like embrace your side hustle, right? If this is like to give your starting in an entrepreneur gig and you still work at a corporate job, you know, which there's plenty of those amazing entrepreneurs. But embrace that side hustle. And there's like no time but now. You right. know, don't wait. Like I, I'm so bummed when I, you know, meet people and they're like, oh, I really wanted to start this. It's like, why didn't you? That was genius. Start it. So. I'm a huge uh, advocate of, you know, people just really just making it happen. And I know sometimes it's hard or you're burnout or you're feeling like, you, you know, you're, you're, you've been, you know, hit or you're, you can't catch a break. 
But listen, you can catch a break. I when I going back to like when I first moved here, I didn't know one soul, and then I found out like my mother's high school sweetheart happened to know a celebrity. I'm like, oh right. my gosh, who would have thought? You know. <laughs> so I think you just have to you have to unturn every rock and keep going. You know, yeah. don't give up because you can be as big as anybody else. And I've seen so many entrepreneurs just you know, skyrocket their business, you know, and I love it. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And it also helps when you have a great group of people around you supporting you and encouraging you. That's very important for yeah, sure. And that's what's so great about your organization, you know, in the sense of like, it's just so fabulous because it's so many great resources for young entrepreneurs or any entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since when you're an entrepreneur, oftentimes you're, social group they're not all entrepreneurs so they really don't understand the struggle and the work and the lifestyle so it is great to be with your yeah. tribe so yeah, i want to yeah. i i want to make sure before we run out of time that i ask you i sneak in another question which is a little sure. off base but is so um okay. i really want to hear what you have to say so if you could wave a magic wand what one thing that drives you crazy do you wish someone would find a solution for that would help your productivity and your sanity? Can be anything. Ooh, okay. Oh, this is okay. So one thing. Well, okay. I mean, for me, I would love a technology that I can log on to, like an IMDB, like a database, where I can put in a list of like influencers or celebrities and it automatically updates all of their social numbers at all times. Mm. So like that would be because, because if they're so time consuming when you're putting like lists together, ideas together, right. Or like looking at, you know, different, and you're basically looking at all the different celebrities and you have to keep like an influencers and there's so many influencers. I mean, there's so many influencers. So you have to constantly look at like, what they're doing, what their latest, you know, content is about and what their, you know, social media numbers are. And so if it was something like automatically updated, that would be insane. That is my magic wand. <laughs> That's awesome. So kind of like a Nielsen ratings, like at your fingertips 24-7. Right. Right? Right, exactly. Yeah. With all their latest information, you know. Well, because we're going to have to it. get... When you look up a celebrity or an influencer, you have to go... You know, like you have to go to their YouTube, you have to go to their TikTok, you have to go to their Instagram, you have to go to their Facebook, you have to, you have, there's so many places to go to find out if that influencer is great for that brand. Right, right. A hundred percent to be able to aggregate yeah. that. Um, yeah, well, we're that almost, whoever does that. Yeah. well, we're, I was just going to say, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, we're almost yeah. out of time, but I wanted to give you, um, just a few seconds to just, um, for entrepreneurs that are out there and listening if there's anything that you would like to share with them, any small piece of advice that perhaps you haven't touched upon yet that you want to share um, that you wish someone had told you when you were starting out in your business? Um, so don't leave marketing as the last thought. Got it. Don't, you know, don't like a lot of people spend time coming up with the product and the distribution strategy or the, idea or whatever it is and then they're like oh how are we going to market it their marketing yep. job is never done it's about um you know constant motion 
we it has to be innovative every single day and it's something that needs to be done every single day for your business yeah it's telling the world that you and your brand is a rock are a rock star right that's what it is so you <laughs> marketing is number one you could build something great but if no one knows about it what are you gonna do right, right? it's a hobby <laughs> yeah exactly well, don't put that at the forefront right put that at that's- the forefront that's very good advice. Uh, I'm, I could use that advice myself. I'm learning my third time <laughs> around. So thank you. Well, Christy, thank you so much for being on Startup Hacks. I really appreciate it. I know how busy you are. Your insights were so helpful. And um, I'd like to just close by have, asking you to share with our listeners, if you would like to share an email or a website, if people wanted to reach out to you, how would they do so? Sure. Or, or if they want to learn mm-hmm. about your company. Oh, sure. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me. Um, so it's www.theloftent, like entertainment.com. And then my email is christy at theloftent.com. That's perfect. And it's Christy with a, uh, christy with a K. Yes. Yes. Yeah, C-R-I-S-T-I. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you again so much. Tune in next week for more Startup Hacks. We have another great show you won't want to miss on the secret female founder strategies that can save you time and money when building your business. This podcast is brought to you by Women Entrepreneurs Global, the first startup studio and digital do-it-yourself startup platform for women. For more information on our guests, this podcast, and many other female founder programs, please visit womenentrepreneurs.global. I'm your host, Fernanda Carapina. See you next week.